You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. Just revealed, Edward Snowden was part of the creation of Zcash. My name is Edward Snowden. I participated in the Zcash uh, original ceremony. Whoa, what? The prophecy is true. According to a new video from Zcash Media, the famed Zcash ceremony of 2016 that has since gone down in crypto folklore just got even more cypherpunk. It was an event shrouded in mystery, where six shadowy supercoders worked through the night to try to create the strongest crypto privacy the world had ever seen. Legend says that one of the participants wore a wizard's hat and set his computer ablaze afterwards with lighter fluid. One of them drove through vast deserted plains with a Faraday cage in a van covered in surveillance equipment. One of them was a team of high-end security experts paid to both participate and to simultaneously try to hack the event from the next room. And one of them used the pseudonym John Doberton. And their real identity had remained a mystery until today. Yes, it turns out that the final enigmatic participant in the ceremony was the one and only Edward Snowden. I saw it being worked on by a number of uh, trusted academic cryptographers, and I thought it was a very interesting project. So what was this Zcash ceremony that we hear so many whispers about, and how exactly was Snowden involved? Well, first we need to understand how Zcash's privacy works. They have privacy pools, which you can think of like a black hole where all the transactions go and get swished together. In order to set up the privacy parameters of each pool, a secret key needs to be generated, which is essentially an unfathomably big number. It's called a trusted setup. And the problem is that anyone who knows that secret key would be able to forge as many coins as they wanted. That would lead to counterfeiting of the supply, but it would not violate any of the current or past privacy. Nathan Wilcox, one of the co-creators of Zcash, explained to me that even though the trusted setup does not present a privacy risk to Zcash, the ability to potentially counterfeit coins is still a big problem. You can't launch this global internet money cryptocurrency if somebody just knows the secret and then promises to throw it away. So the initial team of researchers design what's called a multi-party computation. Otherwise known as the ceremony. They designed a process where the secret would not be generated by just one single person, but would instead be split amongst many people, with each contributing a shard or piece of this unfathomably big number. If at least one person succeeds in throwing away their part of the data, the computation is secure. Peter Todd is a Bitcoin developer who was one of the six participants in the initial ceremony and the lengths that he went to during this 48 hour process to make sure that he wasn't hacked are legendary. He called the adventure Operation Cypherpunk Desert Bus. Operation Cypherpunk Desert Bus is one of the best names yes. I've ever heard. At the very last moment, I bought a plane ticket to somewhere I wasn't planning to go. I immediately go to car rental, immediately go get a car immediately go off to the computer store, buy the computers off the shelf to install the stuff in. I took out the Wi-Fi card on it. You know, I didn't hook up Ethernet and I literally ran it in a Faraday cage. I got aluminum foil and lined a box with aluminum foil in multiple layers and, you know, closed the lid. And aluminum foil really does stop Wi-Fi signals very effectively. His phone might have been another potential weakness in his security. I didn't want to use, a, you know, my normal phone, which someone could attract. So I went off and bought a burner phone. And then he just started driving. If you're in a car hurling down the highway, 
it's really hard for the NSA agents who had no idea you were going to do this to actually go follow you. And I also had cameras on the car in front and back. So had someone tried to do that, well, I'd get them on camera. This distance between him and any potential adversaries would help prevent anyone getting close enough to his machine to send commands and exploit anything. In some ways, it was very cypherpunk, but other ways, it really was just a boring drive over, you know, 1,500 kilometers in BC. And then he had to destroy the computing equipment so that no trace of the secret remained. I quite literally took the computer, carefully disassembled it, took every single piece of electronics in it, and got a blowtorch and blowtorched it. Heated it up to temperatures high enough where any data would be destroyed without actually burning it. This mysterious ceremony was also written up in Fortune from the perspective of Zuko, another co-creator of Zcash, and his brothers. And it reads like something of a sci-fi fantasy novel. His brother Josh Zar slices into his Lenovo desktop computer with an angle grinder. The dazzling cascade of sparks flicker through the harsh rays of the car headlamps. A fire glows nearby. Can I try whacking it now? Zuko asks from underneath the wide brim of a wizard's hat. Zar obliges. Like Gandalf wielding a makeshift star, Zuko unleashes the force of a sledgehammer upon the CPU tower. Thwack. Zuko tosses the electronic wreckage into the fire pit as Zar sprays bursts of lighter fluid onto the crackling conflagration. Plumes erupt in response. Tonight's carnage marks the conclusion of an event Zuko calls the ceremony. And then there was the mysterious John Doberton. In the middle of their interview with Zuko, Zcash Media happened to get this on tape. Are you recording this? You should record this. Last night, I sent a note to John Doberton. I told you I would keep the secret of your participation in the ceremony until you told me it was okay to share it. I got a message back from John Darberton. He said, as long as it's clear that I was never paid and had no stake, it was just a public interest thing, I think you can tell people. Snowden was ready to reveal his secret. When it came to this concept that they needed many people in many places, all cooperating, uh, in the hopes that just one of them uh, might not be compromised, might uh, not work sort of against the public interest. Uh, and then that was necessary for the uh, ceremony to succeed. Uh, I was happy to say, sure, I'll help. The ceremony has become a part of crypto mythos because the precautions taken by these six geographically dispersed participants were so secretive and epic. But the problem is no matter how well people did the ceremony, no matter how secure they were, there's no way to know after the fact, if it mm -hmm. succeeded or not. All I can do is run a piece of software honestly on a computer that's clean and then do my best to prevent the computer from being wiretapped. That software, there's lots of ways someone could have changed it. We can tell, due to the supply being audited during pool migrations, that no extra coins have been created, but that isn't 100% proof that the ceremony succeeded. So now they've figured out how to eliminate the trusted setup entirely and are about to launch a third pool with even more cutting edge privacy technology called the Halo upgrade. Halo does not require a trusted setup anymore. So as the Zcash blockchain and ecosystem migrates away from Sapling to Halo, that systemic risk will go away. And so the ceremony is now relegated to a distant past, to ancient crypto mythology, it sure did make for some great stories though, and this big revelation of Snowden's involvement is a great way to close up that chapter and move on to the next. But whatever the future of Zcash holds, I hope that it still involves wizard's hats, epic road trips, and lighting computers on fire, cause that's pretty cypherpunk.
I'm a big coin staring.